Good afternoon. My name is Michelle Daniel. I'm the Assistant Dean of Curriculum at the University of Michigan Medical School. I'm here to talk on behalf of my BME collaborators on non-technical skills assessments in undergraduate medical education, a focused systematic review. Non-technical skills encompass social, cognitive, and interpersonal abilities such as leadership, teamwork, communication, situational awareness, risk assessment, and clinical decision-making that can be cultivated in individuals and teams to enhance our ability to provide safe and effective care to patients. To promote safe practice, we need not only education on non-technical skills, but also rigorous assessments to drive learning and ensure competence. Our review team aimed to synthesize the evidence on non-technical skills assessments in undergraduate medical education to describe the strategies utilized and learning outcomes addressed, and understand the impact of these assessments in terms of validity, reliability, and effect on performance. During our initial scoping searches, we found relatively few articles that focused on non-technical skills assessments in UME, which led us to adapt a focused review methodology. A focused review is narrower in scope and scale than a traditional systematic review, as it can be conducted more rapidly, which for this review meant approximately six months. It also has more narrowly defined research questions with immediate relevance to local practice. Our team just had a 12 tips article accepted on how to perform a focused systematic review, which will be published soon for those interested in learning more about this methodology. We utilize the standard PICO framework to delineate our inclusion and exclusion criteria. The population of interest was restricted to medical students. The intervention of interest was non-technical skills assessments. Since during our scoping search, we identified relatively few articles that had a non-technical skills assessment as the main focus, we also included articles that had a non-technical skills assessment as an outcome measure of an educational activity. A comparator was not applicable to our study. The outcomes of interest included all Kirkpatrick's levels, from reaction to learning to behavioral change to enhance safety in practice. We considered all study designs from any country in any language. We performed a descriptive synthesis of the studies, and we also conducted two types of quality assessments. The first type of quality assessment focused on the research methodology, judging the study objectives, study design, randomization, reporting on participants, and the description of the intervention. The second type of quality assessment focused on the reporting quality of the article, looking at whether it described any underpinning educational theories, how well they described the assessment, if the educational context was richly portrayed, if the psychometrics of the instrument were detailed, and if materials were provided to promote replication and an assessment of the article's strengths of conclusions. We report here our search strategy using standard PRISMA guidelines. 12,180 records were identified through database searching. 10,060 remained after duplicates were removed. 597 abstracts remained after title screening. 19 full-text articles were assessed for eligibility after abstract screening. And ultimately, nine studies were included in the review. We identified three major types of non-technical skills assessment methods, simulated clinical scenarios, 
objective structured clinical examinations, and questionnaires or written assessments. Three studies utilize simulated clinical scenarios. In Hansen et al., students participated in a pre-post intervention where situational awareness and medical performance were evaluated using the SAGAT questionnaire. Participants' abilities to perceive, recognize, and anticipate patient safety issues were assessed at two different time points. In Jensen et al., Students participated in high-fidelity simulation resuscitation scenarios while trained observers evaluated their leadership, teamwork, and task management skills by completing the team emergency assessment measure. In Thomas et al., learners were presented with a simulated ward environment replete with multiple distractions such as telephone calls, pages, unrelated task requests, etc. A faculty member documented medical errors on a standardized error and distractor management checklist. Three studies utilized OSCEs. Galeotti et al. had five stations, including patient safety, venipuncture, medication use, physical examination, and health promotion. Standardized patients were the examiners and scored students on a patient safety checklist, noting medical errors, the physician relationship, and humanistic behaviors. Farnan et al. utilized a patient safety room of horrors containing things such as mislabeled medications and empty hand sanitizers. Learners had 10 minutes to observe the room and five minutes to document the safety hazards they identified. Ginsburg et al. used four OSCE stations, a near-miss DVT, a complex discharge, a staff member challenging authority, and a medication error, wherein trained assessors used a global competency assessment to evaluate communication, teamwork, managing risk, disclosure, and culture. Three studies used questionnaires. Metagoski et al. used a 28-item questionnaire to assess attitudes, skills, and knowledge. Paxton et al. used a medical error knowledge assessment to examine learners' competence concerning technology, active and latent medical errors, incidents, error theory, error disclosure, and legal considerations. Abu Matar et al. used a 20-item questionnaire to provide a composite score for non-technical skills assessment. This table summarizes the nine studies. The red, yellow, and green colors indicate the reporting quality in each domain, with red indicating poor quality and green indicating high quality. As you skim down through the columns, you can see that few studies provided quality descriptions of their underpinning theoretical frameworks, though several did describe the assessment method well. Reporting on psychometrics of the instruments was also relatively poor. The strengths of conclusions were noted to be good for only one out of the nine studies. In regards to Kirkpatrick's level, most studies has outcomes at level 2B, with only two studies achieving level 3, changing behavior, and only one study achieving level 4, resulting in a change in practice. So, in conclusion, the evidence base for non-technical skills assessments in UME is currently quite weak. While there were clear themes in content and broad categories of assessment methods deployed, 
No studies were replicated in another context. Most studies only reported assessments as an outcome measure of an educational activity, and few studies focused on the assessment instrument itself. And so reporting of psychometric properties and validity evidence was weak. Most studies sat at Kirkpatrick's level 2B, with only two studies impacting behavior change and one changing practice. Thus, there is a critical need for future research on non-technical skills assessments. And future research should really focus on the assessments themselves and rigorously report instrument performance to advance the field. If you have any questions about this presentation, please contact myself or any of the other authors.